Yo, what is going on, everybody? Mr. Fantastic, Fantastic Hip Hop. We are back with an exclusive interview today. Um, this has really been in the making since, I want to say, like, December of 2020. That's when I first, you know, got introduced to R. Davis, who is the MC we will be interviewing today. And we got two people we we're interviewing, a rapper and a producer. We also got Nasty Beats here. So, um, you know, first of all, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you guys for giving us some time. We know you've been grinding. You've been working hard. You've been up to, you know, big shit this year at the end of last year. And um, so, yeah, just, you know, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Yeah. So my name is uh, R. Davis. You can call me Rashad, by the way. <laughs> um, we go by we me and Nasty Beast go by the name of Don't Miss. We are a production duo mainly a production duo based at um, Howard University. Um, we met our freshman year. You can jump in whenever you want to, by the way, Nasty. We met our freshman year at Howard um, back when I was working on my first album, Static. And he, he um, helped me make one of my one of my first singles that I dropped while I was at school called don't um called dead rose and mm -hmm. so it was really it was ever since then we've just been we will we will work together a little bit and throw some stuff together a little bit then over the pandemic um we kind of just started just sending each other beats and shit and working on and working with each other and so you guys are both you guys are both at home at this point you weren't at Howard yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so we was working over Zoom to just make a couple songs, and then and you know he would he I would I would call him and be like, "Yo, get uh, can you do X Y Z X Y Z?" He sent me a beat, um, and then I thought I had this idea, this crazy idea that felt crazy at the time, where I was like, "Yo, what if we fucking, what if we like lived together, and made beats together, and shit." <laughs> <laughs> And he was down. So we kind of did that. We started this duo called Don't Miss. And we were like, bro, we fucking are good at making beats together and shit. Let's, why don't we make a project? And so we started working on, that's when we started working on the mixtape. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, add to that, yeah. Matt? Um, I think, I think you did a good job covering it. Um, yeah. My name is Nasty Beats. You can call me Nasty. Uh, I think, like he said, we met freshman year and I just, after hearing his music, I knew I wanted to continue making music with him. And so we just, we kept um, working at it, sending each other music, adding to it. And, you know, now here we are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, you know, what I got to ask is, um, you know, Rashad, you were referring to, you know, you guys as a production duo, which, you know, obviously you guys are both very good at making beats, but, um, you know, you guys are, well, you're more than that. You're also a rapper. I mean, obviously you guys have released three singles so far under, you know, the Don't Miss Alias, which are Cigarettes, Manifest, and Black Boy Joy, which are all great singles. We'll probably get into that later, but, um, you know, so were you originally a production duo or, you know, how did it come into, you know, that you were going to rap? Like what happened with that? Well, I've been, I have been rapping for since my freshman year of high school and I was some shit. Mm -hmm. when I started like a lot of people. Are. Everybody is, everybody is. And so I, um, 
I just worked a little bit more and worked a little bit more and worked a little bit more. I put out Mm -hmm. a couple EPs when I was in high school. Um, Then when I came to Howard, you know, I was rapping. It was a lot of people there. That was when Mavi went to Howard, actually. And so when I met, I met Mavi and I was like, oh, bro, you shit is so cool. You sound like Earl Sweatshirt. He's like, Earl's on my next album. I said, fuck, man. Like, like, all the shit, because I'm originally from Maryland, but I lived in Illinois. And mm-hmm. I lived in like a small little rural town. And so the bar was not as high as it was when I got to Howard because yeah. like Howard has its own little music scene. Yeah. And so it's like, if I'm trying to operate in this little scene, I got to step my shit up. Yeah. And that's what really a lot of what inspired static is this feeling of like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and so then when I met Elijah, um, you know, I, I met him and he was uh nasty, nasty, my bad. But when I met nasty, yeah. we, he um <laughs> I went through to his dorm, which is we was both running studios out of our dorms and stuff, just to kind of see what he was about. That's and gotta be a tight, a tight setup, having yeah, a whole studio. <laughs> yes. It was, but it was it was it was it was cool. It was cool. We made it work, yeah. We we had to do what we had to do. Yeah. And so um I was like, okay, so what and I, I, I was back then I used to be I have this thing where I'm really like I feel like I can be kind of aggressive in the studio sometimes so I'm like yo so so what's like your sound what's like special about your beats and this is when he was like making a bunch of like tight beats and stuff he's like <laughs> he was like I'd be using flutes in my beats <laughs> but um and so but then at some point we started making some beat together and I I was given just mad crazy instructions just to see like what would happen. And he was like taking it in stride and it was like, oh, okay. Okay, this dude actually, actually jaw like kind of tough. <laughs> and so then we uh so then we just connected more. Then we made Dead Rose and then he helped me um, you know, finalize some of the mixes on static. He helped me produce some of the songs on static and you know, it was ever since then. But we all, but we, but we started off as a duo, as a production duo, just trying to, both of us, just trying to make some beats for people at Howard. Mm. Um, but at, but be in the in the back behind all that, we was also working on the mixtape because it was yeah. like, you know, if if we want people to fuck with our beats, we're not just gonna put them on SoundCloud. We want people to know that we can make the thing. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So have you guys done a lot of production for other artists on, you know, tracks that have been released that have been put out there? Uh, we haven't done a lot of production for other artists yet. Mm-hmm. I think just because we've really been putting a lot of time in to our projects. Yeah. But that's definitely something we want to do in the future. Yeah. And um, we have a bunch of beats in the catalog that we're definitely trying to send out there. But... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just trying to do our stuff right now first. So yeah. so when you guys do songs, um, do you guys both kind of collaborate on the beats or like, you know, like the singles you released are really, you know, the ones I'm talking about, because obviously those are the things I've heard. Um, you know, do you guys both work on those beats or is it mostly you nasty? Or like, how does that go down? We we both definitely collab on the beats for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them. Uh, we made over Zoom, and so yeah. we had to share our screens. So we were kind of <laughs> just like, yeah, it was a tedious process. Yeah, one person would be doing one thing, the other person would be like, oh, try this or mm-hmm. add that, take that out. Um, 
and then sometimes we would meet up at airbnbs to record mm. have in-person sessions and that one was more hands-on with the both of us for sure yeah and um but yeah i would say for the most part we're both of us are very active when it comes to the production mm-hmm. yeah and i mean you know the production in your songs is so you know, it's so layered, it's so deep, like everything. And, you know, I mean, it really sounds like, you know what I mean? Like Rashad, everything he says, everything that comes out of his mouth, like it just, you know, everything just lines up so well. The production styles are very different in all of the tracks you guys have released. And there's just so much within all that. So, I mean, it's really amazing. And the fact that you guys, you know, started really doing this, started, the, you know, the peak of your collaborations on Zoom is just you know, amazing. It's not something that people really think about. People always think about Zoom for like meetings and, you know, those classes right. you don't want to go to. But it's like, you know what I mean? Like so much special shit has been able to happen on Zoom, which is crazy. So um, what I want to ask, how long does it take you guys to make beats usually? Because this is a question that I've asked, you know, a lot of different producers. And some people will say like, it takes like five, like 20 minutes to make like 90% of the beat. And I know other people that say like, yo, this shit will take like a week. So, like, what do you guys say with that? It really just depends. Because we, mm-hmm. we had some beats that just came out like that. Like, we was just we was just um, in it. We just had the idea, and it just rolled out exactly the way we wanted it to. And mm-hmm. then we have other beats that, like, like we have beats that we, like, were making because we were trying to find different samples and do different stuff. And yeah. so we had some beats that we would start making and it was just not working. And it's just, it was just not coming together. And so it was like, we, um, and so I say on average, it probably takes us to just to make a beat. If we were just to sit down right now and make a beat, we probably, probably cook something hot up in like two hours, maybe then, mm-hmm. but as far as the beats for our projects, I feel like it's never really just make a beat and then rap. It's like, make a beat uh right to it adjust the beat record some stuff adjust the beat start yeah. beats, ma- realize that we want to that maybe we want to layer these drums differently adjust mm-hmm. the beat and then mm-hmm. just kind of building from there and so it's really yeah. just it's really just a case by case kind of thing because we got some beats that were like yo this is this is like working and then we had yeah. some that was like okay this is a tedious tedious process trying to put this whole thing together mm-hmm. it's easier to make beats in person than over zoom so i feel like over zoom it was like it would probably take us maybe like a couple sessions to try and put a put a beat together to be at the point where we wanted it to be whereas in person if we were to sit down in person and work on some of these beats we get something get at least a, a blueprint for me to start writing to in a few hours mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um what were you gonna say nasty oh I was to add to that, I was gonna say um when it came to just like the tedious, the tediousness, I don't even know if that's a word, but like the process of making the beats. <laughs> um like for Black Boy Joy, we even had to we started over from scratch at one point because the beat just wasn't working and it wasn't really fitting the vision that we were trying to have for it. So mm-hmm. we completely wiped what we had and started over. Yeah, I was just thinking about that, that, you know, you guys put in so much time. You must have had points where you're just like, no, fuck it. We got to just fucking get back to the bottom and just rebuild it, which I'm sure, you know, as a creator, you know, obviously I don't make music, but when I'm working on, you know, content or whatever, I'll be doing something sometimes and I get to a point like, I don't think this is good enough or I don't like this. 
and you just delete the whole thing. You're like, man, like I really didn't want to fucking do that. I really didn't want to restart this, but you know, sometimes you got to do it. And I mean, usually it ends up being good in the end, but it's just like, as a creator of any sort, that's like one of the worst things to go through and in the moment, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's tough. (laughs) Like sometimes it's a matter of just putting a thing down and doing other shit. Yeah. Like for me, I can, I can only speak for myself, but I feel like, you know, nasty will feel the same way. Also like a big part of what's happens is sometimes we'll, we'll work on a thing. And if it's not working, we just got to put it down for a second. Yeah. Other stuff. Cause as, as we make beats, I feel like every time we make a beat, we get better at making beats. Mm-hmm. So come back to that joint it'd be like oh like manifest for example when we was working on that beat we had like a whole we had the beat way slow we had the joint way slower we had like different drums on it it was kind of like boom bappy and stuff then mm-hmm. like i don't i don't remember what happened but i remember that at some point we were like what if we just what if we just added some trap drums instead and then we just had it be like explosive we sped it up yeah we, we put that joint down for probably like a couple months. And then when we came back to it and we started working on it, it was like, oh, shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that song is like so, you know, charismatic. It's so like in your face, abrasive. And I mean, you know, aside from that sample and the drums, the big part that really puts that together are your vocals, which are amazing on that song. And I mean, immediately when... I first was introduced to you, um, which was when, you know, you talked about static to me, you know, I'll go back on a little story here, which I think this is the time that I met you on Instagram, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Cause you know, it was almost fucking two years ago and I don't even have the DMS anymore cause the account's gone. So, um, you know, I remember you, um, you know, you reached out to me once and you were telling me, you know, I got this project static. It's really good. You should check it out. And it was something along those lines. And there's, you know, two kind of ways that I found artists kind of, you know, hit people up in the DMs, whether, you know, they're trying to just get somebody to listen, trying to get somebody to review their shit, whatever it is. And I think there's two ways they go. And one, it's like, hi, how are you? Like, here's my song. Can you please check it out and tell me if you think it's good, which is always like, you know, I'm going to probably listen to it regardless. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like to, you know, listen to what's coming up. Like, you never know. Like, always take, I'm a big believer in like taking time into listening to things like this guy may be the next star and like to be a part of that process to see somebody grow is one of the most rewarding things, you know, as you know, somebody who's, you know, in a field, whatever you're working on to see somebody get to that point and to be at the start of that is just amazing. It's crazy. And I've never been there, but I mean, I see guys who have been building up and, you know, you're one of those guys and you've really, you know, you're blossoming into your own character, but, you know, to get back to the story, is, um, you know, you, which I was saying the second route is other people taking. It's like, my shit is hot. Like, check it out. You know what I mean? And it's just like immediately, like the confidence that you have, which you show on all your shit is like blaring, like it's right there. And it's like, okay, shit. And like, you know, we were talking about reviewing the project and stuff. And, um, you know, I never, we never actually like agreed to release a review on it, but I checked it out and I was like, you know, sometimes you check shit out and when people, you know, whatever, like they come and go, you listen to it, like you turn it off in two seconds. You may not even answer the person back, but like check your shit out, which was static. And, um, you know, I was blown away. Like I was really blown away. It was a project that first of all, 
it sounds, you know, you listen again, there's like levels of music, you know, people making music. And there's some people who are like releasing shit and trying to push it out. That's like, it sounds like an amateur made it, which I mean, is okay. Everybody's going to release music that sounds very raw, but you know, you don't really want to push it out. You almost got to use that as like a developmental tool as opposed to, you know, throwing it to brands or whatever. Cause you know, it's not really that good yet, but your shit sounded like I could have heard that at fucking, you know, a music festival, the concert I was at the other night. Like it sounded like, you know, like the beats, the quality, the mixing, your vocals, like everything was just like there already. And like the vocals were just so confident. Like that was at the center of everything. And I mean, when you started working with Nasty, you started releasing the Don't Miss stuff. That was like the defining thing of what really like puts you together because there's a lot of motherfuckers who can rap. There's a lot of motherfuckers who can like make beats and whatever, but like to have the whole package in this duo and especially like to have that, like that voice of it, which doesn't just say cool shit. It says it in a really cool way. Like that's what just like really sticks out to me. I know I've been talking for a minute here, but like pretty much what I'm trying to ask is like, how have you gotten to this point as a vocalist? I think that finding my voice has been a big thing. Like Nasty can attest to this. When I was making Static, it really like, I, I feel like I tend to wear a lot of my influences on my sleeve. When I was making Static, I was listening to yeah. a lot of Earl and a lot of fucking Kanye. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I feel like for me, I I think that what, I, what since working with Nasty and since working on the Don't Miss stuff, what I wanted to do is I wanted to really like capture things. I'm really mm -hmm. big on moments and on like trying to make moments with my shit. So it's like, I can say stuff, but if I can't like, if I, if I can't like capture your attention, then you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's like, I can say anything. And yeah. to, to the point that you kind of made, it's a lot of motherfuckers that is out here rapping, but I don't want to just be like, it's so much music. It's so much. So it's like, if I'm going to say something, if I'm going to say something and put it into the world, then like, it's got to be something that I feel. And if yeah. I feel something, then I got to be compelled to move to do something. And on top yeah. of that, I'm an actor too. So it's like, I'm also thinking about like, you know, different things that I'm studying in acting class, like what things mm -hmm. are operative. And so then when I get a song, when we work on a song like Cigarettes and I have, and I'm trying to think like, this is my introduction to like the world. I, yeah. I, I'm like, yo, why would I try to offend? No, no. And they go, why would I try to offend? <laughs> you know I mean? Like, it's like, it's a whole thing. It's like, I want to like, just jump into whatever I'm trying to do. And so I think that with this project, it was cool because it was like, I'm able to really just play around. And I think that's just a big thing is I feel like, you know, there's a musicality in the vocal. And I think that just rapping, especially from making beats and stuff, you kind of realize that like, if my vocals aren't going to be a part of the thing, then it's not going to really like bring anything out. And so sometimes I might rap like this and that, 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 But then sometimes it's like, I got to rap like, you feel me? It's like, I like, it just depends. It's like, I want to interact with the beat rather than just mm -hmm. be sitting on top of it because I feel yeah. like I'm only a part of this thing. And so yeah. it's like, that's why it's like, there's like a, a humility to, to, to interacting with the beat and looking at the beat as as pivotal as the things that you're saying, because mm -hmm. this is the vessel through which you're communicating the thought. And I yeah. think that's why working with Nasty Beats has been so cool because it's less solipsistic in yeah. the sort of 
process. It's like I'm working, I'm it's like an amalgamation of sonic ideas that are kind of coming together. And so when I have my thoughts and my experiences that I'm trying to add to those like sonic ideas, then it's less just this is what the fuck Rashad is thinking. It's like mm-hmm. we're working, you know, as a as a unit to try and create these things that can yeah. these ideas. Yeah. I think like you guys like you know coming onto the scene, I think you guys released like the perfect like three singles to showcase like who you guys are like you know what I mean like you go from like you know like Black Boy Joy which is like a perfect piece that shows that you know you're more than like an entertainer you can put something into the world that's thoughtful that's powerful and like could really you know affect the way people are thinking and then you know you have a song like Manifest and Cigarettes which are just like super entertaining super fun and like that's what hip-hop is all about and I mean you know, one thing you were just talking about, like how you deliver the bars, which like really just shows like off the bat, you waste no time. Like the way, you know, you say this, that motherfucking shit, like it just comes like so powerful. It comes on so strong. Like it's crazy. And then like cigarettes, the same thing, you know, when you come on, like, why would I try to offend? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just so, so like charismatic and it's really crazy. And I think that like, you know, you talked about acting, like the acting, you know, in you definitely definitely helps that come out and I mean you know you yourself are a pretty pretty good actor from what I've seen you know remember you sent me a short film a couple months ago which um, I don't remember what it was called but it was pretty fucking dope and I think you know I definitely see that sort of you know side of expression in the music yeah I think that like and on top of that it's like I feel like and again Nasty Nasty can also attest to this it's like listening to a lot of music is cool too Cause with when we was doing manifest, right? Like I, I had takes where I was like, this that motherfucking shit, nigga. Dun, 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 dun. But then I but then, you know, we was listen we listened to Buju Bantan a whole lot. My father, my father is from the Caribbean, and so he mm-hmm. put me on to a whole lot of stuff. And Buju yeah. like get on a song like uh 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 like like he's like I just like like ah uh, it's like like <laughs> So I'm like, and so I like, yo, I'm like, yo, let me try something. Like, this that motherfucking shit, nigga. We yeah. do not admit. And it was like, and that felt. <laughs> and when I heard that, it was like, that's when I started to feel it. And then I was like, uh, and I remember asking, I was like, yo, you think I should pull it back? He's like, nah, nah, you got, you got to rock with that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Now that you pointed out like that influence too, it kind of it kind of adds up because it's like you got you know like your roots coming in with like you know hip hop culture, you know where it's at, and like it does blend together so well, and it just makes like a completely you know a new sound. Like it's something you know the way you deliver your vocals, it's not really anything you hear every day, and it's just you know it it makes you guys pop out from you know the beats that you guys are making to you know the entire presentation of it. It's just like the music is so special and I mean that's something that I really cannot say about a lot of guys coming up there's a lot of people who are just you know trying to be juice world clones pop smoke clones like as somebody who lives in New York the amount of drill like wannabes is like the worst thing I've ever seen and like you know what I mean again like the creative beat choices I really got to give it to you guys because like out here in New York like I know motherfuckers who will just sample anything and they'll pull out the randomest, like shittiest thing and just put it on drill drums. And it's like the fucking worst thing I've ever seen. Like I saw like somebody took like power from Kanye, just like, you know, they just pay, pay, copied and pasted it and just put it on fucking drums. Like it is so frustrating when, you know, like the genre starts to get to a point where it's like, there's so many people who are just trying to, you know, make a quick buck, trying to do something and there's their hearts not in it. And I mean, you guys just got, 
so much of that heart and i you know i respect the hell out of it yeah no and that's that's really like one of the reasons why i wanted to work with rashad so much because like going to howard i i knew there was a good music scene at howard and i really just wanted to work with as many people as i could and find a few people that um i can really connect with yeah and also on a more important note have something to say other than just you know what people typically say on music something different to bring to the table yeah yeah uh, and like just a message to send to the listeners yeah and the first time i heard rashad's music uh it was exactly what i was looking for in an <laughs> artist to yeah. work with and so right there i knew i wanted to keep working keep working with him and just like build something with him and mm-hmm. see where it goes yeah and i can't you go no you go you go (laughs) i can't stress enough this nigga nasty beats is so much more raw than y'all niggas will ever even know i've seen (laughs) i've seen some of his vaulted shit that's been like yo i feel like i real life look at him like like my little brother for real because it's like that's like that's like that's like bro like it's like i'm like so when i first started working with him it's like he has like raw talent. He has like a raw talent for just a knack for just knowing how to make a thing sound good. And so for me, it's like, I have all these ideas and stuff and I be, and I'm kind of crazy sometimes. Like when I'm in the studio with people, I've had, I've had people cause we, we run a studio out the joint. I've had people like not fuck with the way that I be doing shit because I'm so like amped about the shit. Cause I really yeah. be in the studio asking people like, why should I give a fuck? Like, why should I give a fuck? Because yeah. that's a really good question. Like, it's so many people doing shit. Why should I, why should I give a fuck? I ask Elijah that question all the time. And so then when we, um, and so then like when I started working with him, one, he wasn't like whack about taking any notes that I was giving him because he wasn't like, it was, I never said a thing to him. Like he, cause best believe even to this day, I could, we, we've gone, we sat down and gone through his computer and listened to beats. I mean, that shit was whack. That shit was trash. <laughs> but it'd be cool because it's like, it's like he take, he, he'll he take it in stride and he'll like, yeah. he's like committed to trying to get better all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when I have an idea and I put it on him, it's like, unless it's really whack, which, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it happens, unless it's really yeah. whack. He, he, he gonna hear me out and try it and then he'll, he'll mm-hmm. add and then he'll add his stuff to it and then like i'll like step out and come back and be like oh shit what the fuck it'd be like a whole thing so yeah. it's like that's why i've that's why i like working with this individual because i cannot stress enough he is like that and so it's like i feel like the the pairing of just his technical ability and his just like raw like talent for creating the things like mixed with my vision for the shit was really what made don't miss kind of like exist you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. i think like the hands-on you know creative process that you guys have is just like it's it's a great thing and it's kind of like it's almost becoming a lost art in hip-hop like you know just like the art of collaboration in general like there's so many you know great you know like rapper producer tandems even just like general collab tracks like Nobody goes into the studio like that anymore. Nobody like literally like, you know what I mean? Some of the best rapper producer albums that have came out in the past couple of years, like it, they're not even in the studio together. They're just sending beats yeah. back and forth, sending things. And like, you know, it, it just kind of like, um, you know, it kills the, you know, it doesn't kill the creative process, but it almost just makes you think like they're this good 
you know, texting each other about it. Like, just like, it, it makes you miss like, you know, the studio sessions, you always see stuff of, you know, rappers in the studio and it just seems to be coming like a, just a factor that just is not as prominent anymore. But, um, you know, I really, you know, appreciate that you guys are just so like authentic and your style, the way you guys create. And I think it's a great bond and great relationship that you guys have. You guys clearly, I mean, you know, you're friends, you're collaborating and you can also, you know, take shit from each other, which is very important when you have people that are like trying to do something special. There's people who, you know, want to hear they're the best, want to hear they're great and nothing else. When you're able to take, you know, whatever advice, even when it's hard and you can put it into something else, it's, it's a great thing. And, um, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you guys about, and this goes, you know, into more of the, you know, marketing distributing process of your album. And, um, you know, you guys, when you came out with, you know, don't miss and your first songs, excuse me, you had the whole cigarettes are bad, you know, video, which I thought was hilarious. But, um, you know, as I see, on, you know, Rashad in your head, it looks like you got two cigarettes right now. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm asking, smoke, you know, what is, <laughs> what is the meaning behind the whole, you know, idea of smoking is bad and then, you know, having a song called cigarettes? What is that all about? Um, well, Rashad, Rashad came to me with the idea of he was like, we should have a anti-smoking commercial to promote our singles and I thought that was a great idea and then I thought well let's center our whole campaign around how how bad smoking is for your health and so we we had you know we have like the shirt he's got he's just like the the smoker you know he's got his cigarettes (laughs) um and just like keep pushing that onto people and it's it's easy to remember too like yeah it's a short phrase smoking yeah. is bad it's something that everybody knows and um it's just it's memorable too and i, I remember just like going going out and seeing people that i know they'd be like hey smoking is bad like <laughs> like they like they already know what's up as soon as they yeah. see us like yeah. they know about the music mm-hmm. um, and yeah. Yeah, to piggyback off that, like I think that for me, right? Like I have, I have this, I have this weird thing where I like smoking. I like, and I don't smoke cigarettes all that much. That's probably, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I be vaping and shit, yeah. but um, I like smoking weed. I like, I just like to smoke. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's like, I think that I like how tongue in cheek it is with the whole thing where it's like, man, smoking is smoking is smoking is bad. And I know smoking is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Also, smoking is kind of cool. But also, (laughs) anybody that's watching, listening to this shit, smoking is bad. You should not smoke. (laughs) Me smoking and you think you want to put a cigarette in your mouth, you fucking stupid. But (laughs) Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Smoking bad. No one, no one should be smoked. No, don't be like me. I be, I'm a, I'm a bad influence. Uh, like I, think I said, read, like read a book, go for a walk. You know, <laughs> that's a big part of that's a big part. I feel like a lot of that kind of speaks to like that video is cool because a lot of it speaks to our relationship. I'm a bad influence. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, you're the bad, you're the bad one on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's like 
But also, like, one thing that I think about a whole lot, right, is character. Just, again, yeah. my, I think about building character. And I think that, like, through the music, I'm trying to build character. Through everything, I'm trying to build character. And so I'm, I'm thinking, like, rather than trying to, like, fabricate some shit, because it's not really, like, a thing that I think is cool to, yeah. like, like, and it's not to say that, you know, it doesn't ever work, but I, I think that, you know, every character that I play, if I'm acting, if I'm going to do a role, I'm pulling from myself and so on. I'm thinking about the dynamic of Don't Miss. It's like, it's like really like, like if you just, if you were to just hang out with us, right? You would see that I'm I'm the wild nigga. You feel me? Like I'm I'm the wild. <laughs> um, and Elijah Elijah's significantly Elijah's the chill one. He tends to be the voice of reason. And so like like we had a conversation about this because somebody somebody like said that he's like oh you someone was like oh yeah it seems like you like you're like the big brother and Elijah's like the little brother and yeah but Elijah's also the voice of reason because I definitely like am much more impulsive much more yeah. like amped all the time. And a lot of it <laughs> all like annoyingly always chill. You know I mean? <laughs> and so it's like, and so I'm thinking like, you know, we're, we had, we, we decided to call the, we had the idea to call the project Lucy's because rather than working album, like as in a in a typical album format, at least for me, because I tend to would be very concept heavy. I was yeah. thinking let's make a bunch of songs that like sonically fit together, but are like, but are like, you know, a loose collection of songs. Yeah. So it's a collection of Lucy's. And so, mm -hmm. you know, the, you know you, you'll see people call like a loose cigarette, like a Lucy. Yeah, a Lucy. So yeah. we were like, oh, let's get the, let's, let's, let's call the album Lucy's and we'll make the album cover like, you know, like, like a, a pack of cigarettes with some spilling out or something. And then we'll uh, just fucking do that whole thing. And then when we start thinking about just character, like, I think that what's cool about the smoking is bad thing is that it really like, if you were to take if you were to take the cigarettes out of it and just look at the way that we interact and the way that we talk to each other, like that's that's like it's real. And I feel and I feel like I hope no one thought that we actually bullying each other, but like you know, like I we we we, we go on each other and shit. It's like yo, come on, bro. <laughs> this nigga goes to Whole Foods and shit. You feel me? Like <laughs> I like my I like my organic food. You know, <laughs> I I can't back you up on that one. Uh hey hopefully it's cool don't get me wrong but like you know i'm I, i'm I, I i will eat uh i'll eat uh bacon egg and cheese panini every day with no with no pork because you know. oh, i'm yeah i'm with you on the bacon egg and cheese yeah. but um you know that's really i didn't even think about like the album you know the album a name like that i just kind of thought oh you know it's a bunch of you know just like a loose compilation of songs to say and you know the fact that it even has that double meaning like that's a cool fucking thing. Like that's, you know, you know, when you guys get to that point where you're fucking, you know, you're going to blow up, which is going to happen, you know, I'm putting money on, I'm doubling down right now. But when that happens, you'll probably see in, you know, some fucking Instagram posts, some motherfucker going to be saying, did you know, don't miss, you know, the album or their tape Lucy's is also, you know, it represents cigarettes and you can see the covers of cigarettes <laughs> or whatever. You're going to see some shit like that one day. <laughs> yeah, shout, out to, shout out to jewel ham her instagram is at whatever jewel yeah she's the one who did the artwork for us she went to howard as well she's a fucking beast like i saw her <laughs> i saw her i saw a painting that she did at like this screening for uh for queen and slim when they did that at howard and i ever since i saw it i was like i need a cover art from her and i was like nervous <laughs> to ask her like to do it because she was like she's like blowing up yeah and, but like 
ultimately after after like you know talking to her and stuff she's really cool and she really like was vibing with our music vibing with us and so the process of just the collaborative process of getting that album cover put together was super dope she's a really cool person you know that's really awesome yeah yeah cover art did she design any of the single cover art or no nah, the single artwork actually um the the pictures were shot by my roommate dante who mm-hmm. um he's also dope um he's he's a good photographer uh i was i would say shout out dante clutch he's a he's a cool dude mm-hmm. um and then i just put them in photoshop and like yeah. you know i have the, i like this real raw vintage aesthetic that's like yeah Instagram. that's kind of like this whole thing that i'm doing because i think that uh sonically everything is aesthetic and i want everything to like i don't want to just be a dude that's like posting anything on instagram i want everything to like you know connect i want to create a yeah. little world so that when you step into when you step into rashad you step into don't miss you step into lucy's and so then when it came to that out artwork you know we, we like we we really like had lots of meetings and stuff and texting back and forth about what's going to be on the cover art and she like nailed it and so i like really i'm like beyond like appreciative of her her stepping in and working for working with us on that on that artwork because she's really she's really really dope yeah that's a really dope story i mean you know first of all you got a really good creative circle it seems like you got somebody for everything which is dope Mm -hmm. and i mean you know cover art is so important so the fact that you have you know a cover art you know an album cover that looks great and i mean it's something that really means a lot to you guys to the record it's just like it puts everything together you know full circle there's people who will you know make a really good album you have a shit cover nobody you know not that nobody's gonna listen to it but it's just it's not as appealing people are less inclined to say oh let me look at this cover so i mean the fact that you guys you know got an amazing cover from you know a great artist who you know clearly has you know a lot going on like that's super dope and I mean you really are putting together this package of just you know it's more than just music it's you know turn it into a world and you're trying to really bring that out and you know like speaking of bringing that out saw you know a couple weeks ago um on Instagram I saw a video of you performing and I mean, again, again, you're an actor, so I'm sure, you know, it comes more naturally than it does to like, you know, the average musician coming up. But that performance was fucking amazing. Like, you know, that looked like something I would have seen on like Tiny Desk or something like you, again, so comfortable, like with what you're doing, with what you're saying, like you, you know, you're built for, you know, what you're trying to do. And it just it was a really, you know, inspiring performance. It was a really nice way to listen to, you know, a song that I already really like. So, um, you know, what kind of goes into performing? I love, 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 love performing. I love being on stage. I love, you know, I'm, I'm I act in theater and shit. So, like, yeah, I'm, I love doing that. I love I feel like I'm kind of an attention whore sometimes. <laughs> but like um, I uh, with that performance, it was it was it was dope because, you know, it's this group called 237. I know a lot of people who, you know, fuck with them, who. You know, my roommate when I was a freshman and uh, at Howard, he uh, he works with the, he works with them, and so they kind of did this little open mic, and so I was like, I'm I'm gonna pull up and do that. Before I started performing, like like a cut on my wrist started bleeding, and I was like, fuck, and so I was like nervous going performing, but I was still, you know, I gotta do, you know, you this show must go on type thing. Yeah, going into performances, I think like. A lot of what I think about is what I want to evoke, what I want people to feel. And a lot of what we talked about before we went up there is we want to pull people in. You know, I think that it's I think that 
it's really easy as an artist and Elijah can, and Nasty can definitely fucking attest to this because this is a, a lot of big conversation we have. It's really easy as an artist to be selfish and to be like, I'm going to get on stage and y'all are going to look at me. Why the fuck? Why do you don't have to? Y'all can, you yeah. can, you can be on your phone. You could look, go somewhere else. But if I'm going to get on stage, I'm going to talk to you. I want you all. I want you all to be a part of this thing because I'm saying these words to you. And I'm not just saying these words because I think they're cool. Because I, if I just wanted to say some cool words, I'm a cool dude. I could just talk. You feel me? <laughs> like, if I'm going to put effort into this thing, I'm going to go on stage and I'm going to think about what I want to give. And on top, on top of that, working as an actor, thinking just about, you know, the personality, the ethos of, of this person that I'm putting on this stage, what parts of myself shine through. And, you know, I think that just being authentic and, and, and having a space to talk to a bunch of people and connect with a bunch of people is super dope. So that's, mm-hmm. that's really in a nutshell what is in my mind when I'm on stage is how do I, how do I connect with all these people? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, obviously there's like so much that goes into all that. And, you know, you're really, you know, making a point with each performance, you know, everything you're doing in general. And, um, you know, what I was going to say is like, what do you want people to get out of, you know, everything you're doing? And this goes, you know, to you too, Nasty. What do you want people to walk away from, from listening to Don't Miss? Um, for me, from a, just like from a producer perspective, um, I just want people to uh, just appreciate the music and um, just have it be something that they can, they can vibe to, they can listen to when they're, um, you know, feeling a little like depressed or whatever. Cause there are some like songs I'm sure Rashad will get more into it um, when he talks about it, but some of the songs talk about his, um, just his mental state. And yeah. I think that uh, there will be people out there for sure that can relate to it. And um, yeah, I really just want people to enjoy it. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. really about it. Yeah. yeah. Building off that, I think that um, what Don't Miss has been cool for, for me, was, again, not being so solipsistic. Because when I made Static, you know, I love Static. And, I, and you know, I, I feel like I, I put I have a lot of faith in that project that a lot of people around me didn't have. And yeah. It didn't go, all, go over the way that I wanted it to. And a lot of that was because I wasn't thinking about people. I was thinking about Rashad. And so I think that with Don't Miss, when I started working in this environment, it was like, I was thinking about, I started thinking about people and I'm thinking about like, cause I know, I know these things and a lot of, and I will, a lot of the time willfully ignore these things, but like what, what will make people move? What will connect with people? You know, when I get on black boy joy and I say, Oh, for step, I'll make a step. People know that people will like yeah. resonates with people. You know, I'm talking to black people, black people, like there's a, there's a thing that I want to tap into. Um, as far as me bringing out my own experiences, I think that I want people to be able to hear the things that I've I've felt and the things that I've gone through and the things that I've experienced so that when I get on a song to try and like just share it with the world, I can like, you know, reach out and t- same thing as I said, I was on my stage. I want to be able to reach out and talk to people because I like when I hear people just tell me that they like are vibing with the stuff, it's not, I know that the thing that they're vibing with isn't a veneer and isn't a 
isn't a thing that I, I manufactured and curated. It's a thing that I am and that I live. And I want to create things that, you know, when we making songs and shit, like a lot for me, it's like a time capsule. You know, I, if I cut on static, I know how I felt when I was in room 24 seven in Drew Hall feeling like shitty and like angry and at, at the world and shit. Yeah. So now me making Lucy's now that I'm, I'm a little bit older and a lot more mature, it's like, I'm, I'm thinking like, I, like, this is me. This is like me chronicling my life. And, you know, I want, if, at the very least, if I can, if I can create a thing that people can vibe with, that people can give a fuck about, that means they're giving a fuck about me to an extent about something that I'm saying. And I think that that's like special, you know, especially yeah. to be able to come into a space and just, you know, say some shit that people will, will fuck with, people will relate to, people will, will, um, you know, be able to absorb. And I think that on top of that, you know, I'm, I'm a rapping ass nigga. I, I give a fuck about the shit. It's really cool. It's really cool when like old heads heard cigarettes and shit and they be coming up to me like, oh yeah, it's that real hip hop. This that shit. That <laughs> you know, and like, man, I listen to Playboy Cardi too. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like I want to be able to, I feel like one thing that I, that we talk about a whole lot is I think that Nasty and I are trying to really be like cross-generational artists where we're not just trying to speak to, we're not just trying to make some shit that's just for just for the old heads, just for the niggas that grew up. Like my dad grew up listening to a tribe called Quest and Public Enemy and fucking, or like my brother who grew up listening to Jay-Z and Nas, um, or like, or even just my niggas, you know, that will throw on some fucking Kendrick or J. Cole or, you know, or, or, the, or niggas that will throw on some Cardi or throw on some fucking yeah. anything. You know, we want to, we want to speak to everybody. Like, yeah. I, I feel like Static, when I made Static, I made static for me. That was for Rashad. That was like to satisfy shit I was going through. I needed to make static to be able to make Lucy's because Lucy's is for everybody. And I want to make a thing that's just for everyone that speaks yeah. to them. So when I'm like, so even if I'm going in my bag about the shit that I'm feeling, it's like, I'm not saying this stuff just because I want to scratch an itch that I feel in, my, in myself. I want to make this thing because I feel like, you know, you know, it's, it's it's a little selfish as an artist to feel like I got to, I got to say some shit and like I like y'all should listen to it, but you know, I I want to say some shit that I feel like people will be able to appreciate, be able to resonate with because if I can connect to people on that, then you know I'm connecting to people as a person, and I think that yeah. music is a beautiful way to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's really that's really great, and I mean, you know, just to put all that out there and to really connect with the audiences. And, you know, you're definitely doing that. You guys are definitely on the path to do that. And, you know, it's just about people being able to discover you guys. That's really what it's about at this point. You got the music part down, you know, like the, the hard part is done. Now you just got to fucking, you know, keep pushing yourselves and keep getting out there. But your versatility and I mean, in those three songs, which, you know, I said earlier, were just a perfect, you know, like introductory statement to who you guys are. They were perfect because they showcased like you guys can do like a good you know a good bit of everything which is just you know it's hard to find to have somebody who's good and then can do like so much shit you don't really find that you know in your everyday artist so i mean you know that is truly amazing and i mean coming to a close on this interview we're almost out of time i got a couple more questions for you guys and these are you know some of my favorite questions because i think it really you know shows 
you know, where your inspirations are, where you guys are coming from. I got to ask if you guys could do songs and, you know, both you guys can answer this. If you guys could work with any three artists, who would those be? So your dream, you know, collaborations. Um, for me, I think that my, my dream collaborations are, I would love to work with Kendrick Lamar. I think that would be dope. Um, uh, going to on to somebody who's not so much like Kendrick Lamar, uh, Young Thug. I would <laughs> love to work with Young Thug. And I know, I know Rashad knows that. I'm a huge <laughs> Young Thug fan. <laughs> no, we'd be going on. It's, it's almost, it's almost <laughs> annoying how much of a Young Thug fan I am. But yeah, I think <laughs> it would be super dope to work with Young Thug. And thirdly, hmm, who's the third person? Oh. Scissor. That's dope. I would love to work That's with totally dope. You def- you guys definitely got the vibe for that. The production style, I totally. That young thug thing is funny because <laughs> the other day we was me and my other roommate, Dax, his 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 uh his he, he makes music too under the name Altitude 12. Y'all should 100 percent check. You should 100 percent uh uh, fan, Mr. Fantastic, you should check that out. The his most recent album is called Deep Dive. I'm not even plug. I wouldn't plug really? it. Whack. That joint concept bars. He's he's a good rapper. But we was we was yeah, going on, we was going on a we was going on a lot. I don't even remember what we was talking about. But we was just we was just going on him. He was just like, man, y'all are annoying me. I'm about to listen to some thugger. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for me, I felt like um, just off of. You know, me where I'm at right now, I would one, you know, like he said, I want to work with, I would love to work with Kendrick Lamar. That would be amazing. Kendrick Lamar is like, you know, Good Kid Mad City is my favorite album of all time. To Pimple Butterfly is maybe the best album I've ever heard in my life. Um, I'd love to work with Pharrell just because Pharrell is like, yo, that beat for grinding, like, don't don't get me started on that beat for grinding because that shit I I, I got some shit that, like that shit was fucking that's the hardest ah. shit that's one of the hardest beats that's, ever yo, that's got to be one of my favorite beats I've ever made and then Kanye West Kanye is my biggest influence my favorite artist he's just my biggest influence on just everything you know this nigga mm-hmm. was making five beats a day for three summers that that's crazy you know yeah. that's really where where I, where I'm at. I want to like I'm watching the fucking genius documentary and shit. Like I feel that I felt a whole lot of the stuff that he was doing and saying because it's like that's mm-hmm. how I'm feeling. And yeah. so I would love to work with. And he brings the best out of artists. And I think like that's that's one thing that I appreciate about anyone is just they bring the best out. So I'd say Kanye, Pharrell, Kendrick. Those, those yeah. be who I want to work with. Yeah. And then my final question to both you guys, and this is, you know, putting you on the spot. It's pretty tough, but, um, you know, Rashad, I want to know who your top four rappers of all time are. And Nasty, I want to know who your top four producers of all time are. Ooh, okay. okay, rappers. Um, 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 just top four, shit. Jay-Z. No, this is easy. Jay-Z, I think Jay-Z is the best rapper of all time. I don't think he's the best, like, lyricist of all time, even though he's like he's top, up there top, though, top, top, top tier. Yeah. yeah, but like Jay Z's, uh, Jay Z just overall to me is the best rapper of all time. Kendrick, I think Kendrick is really like has done some of the craziest musical things ever, yeah. just ever, and like 
Kendrick, I feel like for Kendrick to be as praised as he is, I still feel like he's slept on just because of how great he is. Like, there's yeah. no way you can, I don't know if it's possible to appreciate To Pimp a Butterfly as, for as good of an album as it is, because it's literally like that. It's literally yeah. like best bodies of work, pieces of art that's ever existed in human history. Yeah. Um, Kanye West, because he revolutionized the game for me and Elijah to be a, a couple of kids from the fucking suburbs that be fucking rapping about whatever the fuck we be rapping about, we wouldn't be able to do that the way that we doing it if it wasn't for Kanye West to exist and to set that yeah. example. And then um, I gotta go with Doom, MF Doom, because MF Doom is the best lyricist of all time. And I feel like yeah. I go on wax and say that, and that's like like a lot of people would be like, oh, I don't know. No, MF Doom is the best lyricist of all time and I, I agree like, with you and i feel like you know people don't realize just how crazy is like when i wrote when i write songs it's like if i listen to doom and then go write a song it's the song's gonna be better because i'm thinking just how intricate his rhyme schemes are his wordplay is he was a fucking beast so if i'm gonna throw out a top four I'm gonna say Kendrick, Yay, Jay, and Doom, and if and just you know because niggas say top five, I'm gonna just throw all, also Andre 3000 in there, just because Andre 3000 is fucking one of the most fucking talented, no people, bro. most yeah. the most talented fucking rapper ever. I, I agree I with you. Fucking beast. It's a fantastic list. Nasty, you you think of something? Uh, sure, yeah, it's tough. I would say. Producers for me, um, gotta put Quincy Jones up there. Oh, that's a great like, pick. That's a great fucking pick. I mean, he he produced Thriller. I mean, what what yeah. more do you have to say? Um, Kanye for sure, really just like doing what he wants to do, really being different with the production. Um, Pharrell too, because Pharrell can do a lot of different genres like yeah working with everybody from rappers to singers um and so he's a big inspiration of mine because that's yeah because while hip-hop is like my main focus when it comes to producing i do like producing for singers too yeah and that's something that i want to uh pursue more mm -hmm. as well outside of this um what was that three and then Probably got got to go with Metro, just like it's a great pick. The king, of, the king of trap beats. Yeah, and yeah. he's just he's produced for a lot of different artists and helped make some of their most iconic projects. Ever. Yeah, he he really is. He's like the the you know the brain of trap music in its yeah. entirety. Those are those are great lists though. Bad this nigga didn't say Dilla, but I'm a, I'm a, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll throw him in there for five because he did five too. But I mean, there's so many out there. It's, it's, hard yeah, to pick. that's, it's, a, it's always tough to like, you know, put him down. And then, like, especially when I talk to producers, they'll say like four producers and be like, shit, I got to name these like 20 guys too. So it's like, yeah. it just keeps going. But those are great lists. And, um, you know, thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, before you guys go, plug, you know, your social medias, you know, where everybody can find you. Go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, my name is R. R. Davis. 
on Instagram. You can find me at rdavis.wav, like a wave file at rdavis.wave. Um, uh, you can follow our, follow us at they don't miss, you know, on everything. Um, next thing I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you drop your socials and I'm gonna say my last my last little piece. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at nasty.beats, uh, nasty spelled with an E. And then you can follow me on Twitter as well. It's just Beats Nasty. Um, follow me on SoundCloud if you want to. It's Nasty Beats. I haven't been on there in a minute. But, you know, <laughs> if you want to hear my old stuff, you can. And, yeah, that's, those are my socials. And then, um, you know, Lucy's is dropping uh, February 25th. You know, we got – y'all heard y'all heard those three songs, but y'all ain't even – Y'all don't even, y'all don't even know what the fuck is coming. Like, y'all don't even know. Um, you know, this is, if you love hip hop, if you love hip hop anywhere as much as we do, you'll fuck with Lucy's for sure. And if you don't love hip hop, you'll probably still fuck with Lucy's because it's like that. Because we like that. And if you don't we fuck don't with Lucy's, if you don't like Lucy's, you probably just don't fuck with hip hop or you're fucking lame. So I mean, if you don't, if you don't like Lucy's, if you don't, I mean, if you listen to Lucy's, if you listen to Lucy's and you don't like it, then I have to assume I'm liable to assume that you're just not of the culture. <laughs> but yeah, check out Lucy's by Don't Miss coming out February 25th. I'm going to be doing, you know, some sort of coverage on it. I'm going to be talking about it. So um, yeah. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. If you got anything else to say, go ahead and say it. Yeah. Shout out to, um, once again, like I said, my man's Altitude 12. Um, that nigga is a fucking beast, 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 beast. He's on a song with me for my um, EP, uh, Dystopia, Dystopia, The Prelude. I was on a song of his called Degenerate. He's a fucking beast. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't throw that out there if it wasn't um worth worth noting shout out to um shout out to taylor lee she's a she's a r&b singer she uh contributed some background vocals to a couple of the joints on lucy's she's also a beast she's very talented shout out to my man's xavier black that nigga's uh um that nigga's in our group shout out to our group um our collective that we've put together called weird kid shout out to x's and o's my man's john you know representing from maryland um and just shout out to Howard Music, anyone at Howard, anyone within the music scene at Howard University. If you know artists at Howard, they're probably, they probably tough. Um, and smoking is bad. Smoking <laughs> is bad. You heard it here, guys. Ness, you have anything to say? I was going to say uh, shout out to all those people. He said, um, remember, February 25th, Lucy's is dropping. And of course, smoking is bad. Don't do it, kids. Yep. Smoking is bad. Listen, everybody, thank you guys so much for checking in. Thank you guys for listening. Shout out to Don't Miss. Can't wait to hear this album. And yeah, Fantastic Hip Hop Podcast signing out. Have a great day. Peace.